Hi, and welcome to this audio edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? with host Doris Hansen. On this program, we discuss polygamy and Mormon fundamentalism from a biblical Christian perspective. We talk about the history of polygamy, its modern-day fruit, share stories from people who have escaped polygamy, and talk about current events relating to polygamy. You can learn more about the video edition of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. And now, here's Doris. Welcome to our show, Polygamy, What Love Is This? And I'm your host, Doris Hansen. And we talk about polygamy on this show. We talk about their doctrine, about their creed, and about their behavior. And this show, we're going to be talking about some email and Facebook responses, viewer responses that we've had to some of our programs. But first, if you want information on how a shield and refuge can help you or someone you know get out of or escape from a polygamous situation and have a safe place to go, you can call our toll-free number, which is is 877-425-9993 or you can go to our website uh, shieldandrefuge.org for more information about how we can help you and everything that we talk about when you call will be held in strict confidence and if you have questions or comments about our show or any of our shows or if you would like to be a guest on our show and tell your story about being in polygamy you can email us at email at whatloveisthis.tv or you can give us a call at 385-240-2888. And now I'd like to welcome our co-host, returning co-host, Earl Erskine. Thank you, Doris. <laughs> appreciate being here. And I appreciate having you here and discuss the interesting topics yeah, that we Yeah, these are fascinating. Get I into. get a lot of responses from people. Huh? Oh, we do sometimes. You know, we've been doing this show since 2008. And uh, at first we broadcast live from the TV20 studios, what many of you may know that. And we did that until the spring of 2015 when TV20 was sold. And But we continued to tape and broadcast our shows and distributed them on our Facebook page and and on our internet website, on YouTube, on Vimeo, and we also have our own Roku channel. We continue to receive responses from our viewers, some good and some not so good. But during the years that we broadcast our live show from TV20, from time to time we would designate a full program just to uh, to answering, reading and answering some of our email responses to previous shows uh, from our viewing audience so that um, maybe our other viewers would understand the challenges that we face and some of the antagonism of some of our viewers too and also stories of many people who may have heard the truth for the first time or perhaps heard it for the hundredth time and it just suddenly hit home to them. Well we don't receive as many email responses from our taped shows as we did from our live television show which of course can be expected but since it's been a very long time since we shared some of our viewers responses we thought that we would dedicate this particular show to do that and so we'll begin first with a comment from a Facebook yes. fan. <laughs> I discovered you on YouTube, or, uh, YouTube, I'm sorry, around nine months ago. Since then, I have listened to as many of your shows as I can possibly fit in. You've helped me so much, so very much, to further educate me. I left Mormonism 50 years ago and had not revisited the subject anymore since then. It wasn't until I listened to your knowledgeable words and interviews that I realized just how corrupt Joe Smith was and Mormonism is. I read No Man Knows My History years ago, but how wonderful to be able to listen to further enlightenment. 
Bless you all for all you have done and are doing to help the, help us, XFLDS, and to better the world. It has not been easy for you, so all the more I appreciate your resilience that has made it so we can listen to and watch you on YouTube. I lived for years in Colonia LeBaron. Interesting, yes. huh? Now, La Col Colonia, That's in Mexico. La Colonia LeBaron yeah. is a polygamy group in uh, Mexico. Yeah. It's a community in Mexico. Uh, it's a Mormon polygamous group. Of course, right. they follow the teachings of Joseph Smith. And it's great to hear that we can be some part, share some small yeah. part or whatever in helping people from, from polygamy come to understand who Joseph Smith really was behind closed doors. And, of course, we wish everyone who leaves a Mormon religion, whether it would be LDS or polygamist, that they would do what this woman is doing and check it out, yeah. study to yeah. discover the truth. Uh, we'll never understand how people can leave polygamy and turn around and join another church whose foundation is based on the polygamist Joseph Smith. She said that she's reading the book, my, no, one, no, one. No, man, no Man Knows My History. Right. Uh, and that was one of the first books that I read. It wasn't the first one, but as I started studying, yeah. that became one that of the one first too. one. And yeah. what, what did, were you still a Mormon when you read it? Yes, I was. I've often said that I never read any anti-Mormon literature, and I was probably getting close to the end there, but I finally got a copy of it and started reading it because I knew she had been a, a granddaughter of David O. McKay. <laughs> Something like a, that, a, yeah. She was a recognized historian, and mm -hmm. so I felt like there was some validity to the book. Yeah. At least I j justified reading it that way, and uh -huh. it was quite eye-opening, yeah. a lot of information. Yeah. Were you yeah. shocked? Yes. You shocked? Yeah. So that was yeah. a little step, a little yeah. first step yeah. in, in your yeah. journey. Yeah. It, Interesting. It helped uh, confirm what I'd been hearing from other people and other things that I'd read and and learned, yeah. It was very eye-opening to me, and I think what, what interested me about it, because of course, of course I had already started reading some of the other material, but that this information was really more available than I had any idea that it was, and, but which proved that they were hiding it. Yeah. You know, they try, they try to keep you from reading it, but it is available to now, read. Did you read this as you were coming out of polygamy? Uh, I know you had a no, period after. of time in between polygamy and It was found. after I started studying Christianity. Okay. And, but and I had to, you, you know, I had to learn the truth of Mormonism first. Yeah. yeah. And of course, there are many great books and resources for people to read and to, to study uh, like this woman did and find out about Joseph Smith and the true Mormon history can be found. Information that hasn't been whitewashed <laughs> to make the Mormon church, the contemporary church, look good. Uh, and some of those resources uh, will help you leave Joseph Smith's religion behind and just follow Jesus instead of Joseph. And we do have a recommended list to help our viewers do this. And we'll put the list up on the screen at the end of the show uh, for our viewers to follow through on it. And we're also going to post them on our website, whatloveisthis.tv, and you just click show notes and these resources will be there for you to find. Uh, because just walking away from a false religion isn't enough. Finding out what is true is the obvious step, and it brings great freedom and deep abiding peace. Mm. Uh, our next response, I think, is interesting. It came from a Facebook page where I had made a very short statement in agreement of an observation that had been made by former Mormon Grant Palmer. And the respondent, I didn't even know who he was. He was just, you know, a total stranger, but this was his response to my response. Yes, very interesting. <laughs> Doris, at your old age, I would think you would have had a strong testimony by now. 
Don't judge Joseph on his character. He was only a messenger for the Savior. What's your character say about you? Now, like I said, I didn't know this person. I didn't know who he was from anybody, yet he responded to me with a very negative and personally yeah, yeah. demeaning statement. Not about facts at the topic at hand, but he attacked me, and we don't even know each other. Now, he said, at my old age, I should have a testimony by now, and I about laughed myself off the chair when I read <laughs> that, because I do have a testimony. I have a testimony of Jesus Christ, and he is the only testimony I need. He is God, and He purchased my eternal life on the cross. Jesus alone is my Savior. I don't need Joseph Smith when I have Jesus. And why He brought up age into this is beyond me. After all, every with everyone born on this planet, there's only one alternative to growing old. Yes. And I'm grateful to God for every new day and new year that That's He right. has given me. And But I think what was interesting mostly is that he said not to judge Joseph Smith by his character, that he was only a messenger for Jesus. Well, he might have been a messenger, but it wasn't from Jesus, at least not the Jesus of the Bible. Joseph Smith himself once said that some of his revelations yeah. came from the devil. Yeah, so, so why should we trust him? And if we can't judge someone by their character... How can we make a right judgment like Jesus told us to? Well, I think that was some of the surprising things that I learned about uh, once I started learning about polygamy and marrying young 14-year-olds and marrying women that were already married. I mean, this is factual. Yes, it is. And, and I'm thinking, well, there's a character problem here somewhere. Mm -hmm. Every state he lived in, everywhere he went, he had problems sexually did. with complaints or uh, accusations. Mm -hmm. I've lived in a whole bunch of places and as far as I know, no one's ever <laughs> And there'd be no way anybody could complain about that kind of right, a thing. And yet right. here's somebody that was supposedly a righteous character he's person. Supposed to be. Yeah. If, if he's a messenger these, of Jesus, his character should be yeah, impeccable. Right. Yeah. And uh, everywhere he went, he had problems with sexual But Jesus sort of told things. us to judge, didn't he? Yeah, in in he John did. 7, 27. Yeah, he uh, told uh, let me read Jesus. that. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. So how are we going to judge if we don't judge their behavior, yeah. judge their doctrine, judge what they're teaching, judge their character. And Jesus wants us to judge between truth tellers yeah. and and lies. And why isn't Joseph Smith's character not important when millions and millions of people are following uh, his doctrine away from the truth? And they go to their graves believing in Joseph Smith's lies. Every person on this planet is judged by their character. So why is Joseph Smith exempt? It's just another example of mind control, thinking what their leaders tell them to think and that no matter what Joseph Smith did, it was right. Mm -hmm. And why can this, this man, he turns around and judges my character. Uh, so why can't I ju judge Joseph Smith? Another example of the double standard yeah. in Mormonism. And the Bible does warn us that any gospel message other than or in addition to the biblical gospel is cursed. And Joseph Smith taught a different gospel. He was not a messenger for Jesus. Joseph Smith lied about who Jesus was and contradicted much of what Jesus taught. Jesus taught monogamy. He never taught polygamy. Jesus taught there are no marriages in heaven. Jesus taught that eternal life comes by grace, not by works. And Joseph Smith taught opposing views on all this and more. He couldn't have been a messenger of Jesus.
Yeah. Uh, we don't need Joseph Smith when we have Jesus. No, that's right. And and to to learn about, I mean, I was in that for so long and had such reverence for him and his life, and yet there's so much information showing actually the opposite of what I had believed all those years. Yeah, it was just yeah. shocking. And of course, polygamists had that same faith in Joseph Smith Absolutely. and everything that he did. So. Absolutely, he yeah. did. So that's uh, one of our negative ones. Yeah. And we have another email to share now. Yeah, here's one. I have wanted to take the time to thank you so much for helping changing my life for the better. One year ago, I left the Mormon church for the second time, this time for good. I was so confused for so long. I discovered your show. I started watching all the episodes backwards and have learned so much. The most important thing I've learned is about grace. I never understood what it was until you taught me. I was in the LDS church 20 years. Learning to live grace is a life changer. I feel the presence of God so much more, and I have developed a relationship with Him. God is great, and He has such a sense of humor, too. I read the Bible every day. It's amazing. It is hard to believe that I just found your show. I am so glad your show was canceled and you were forced <laughs> to go on the Internet. I know it has blessed so many people's lives. I really enjoy Bishop Earl. The two of you brought such clarity to the dilemma of years of abuse and brainwashing. Thank you. I live in Maryland. I'm happier than I've ever been in my life. And I know when I die, I will be with the Lord with great respect and admiration. So that's Isn't that a nice, a nice, uh, yeah. a nice re and a confidence that when they die, they'll be with yeah. the Lord. And that's that He's beautiful. in Him. Or he, he's in us, and we're in Him, and we're part we of the body know. of Christ. First John five thirteen tells us we can know that when we die, yeah. we will be with Jesus. There's so many uh, and, that and have and a concern. Yeah, they that. don't know. Really, yeah. they don't know that. Yeah. They think they'll be surprised when don't they get there to, to find that. out where it's going to be. Yeah. And, and also, we thank this lady for her email. Um, but our show wasn't canceled. Uh, the TV station was sold to a new owner, and he, of course, brought in different uh, new programming. Uh, and neither did it force us to the Internet because we are, we're we already, already posting yeah. all of our shows online on our website, whatloveisthis.tv. But she did find us online, and we're grateful for any show that is instrumental in changing the lives and bringing truth to people. And again, for, for ladies like this, people like this, we have the list of resources uh, for those who want to seek to know the truth and be set free in Jesus, of course, who is the truth. And again, we'll list them at the end of the show. So we have another email to, yeah, to share we do. with you. My story. I joined the mainstream Mormon church in 2009 in Scotland, but thanks to my parents, I guess, I'd have soon fell away. And since then, I've moved to England where I reunited with the Mormon church. Things were okay until I entered the temple and realized that the church is false. I have looked even deeper into the church and realized that I have learned I realized that I have learned has only just scratched the surface of church history. I've watched several of your programs on Roku and I'm slowly working through them. I want to leave the church, but I'm in a very difficult situation because my family is also in the church. On top of this, my president, I think he either means bishop or stake president, has recently told me that he has never read the Bible, but has read the Book of Mormon several times, which worries me because he accepts what is taught in the Book of Mormon and not what's also being taught in the Bible. I no longer believe in their teachings because none have the full gospel of Christ, but are merely what man has taught them. Regards, MJ. 
It's interesting when we read these, we, we find the same thread in all of them. You yeah. know, they, they found the truth and they, they their leaders point them to the Book of Mormon, but they right. won't point them to the Bible and, yeah. and uh, they discover they've been lied to. Well, and he's in a difficult situation, it sounds like, because his family's invested in the church. And so there's the social mm -hmm. aspect of it that seems to keep pulling some, it does. some, it's very some people that even find the truth. And I think there for a period of time, people live in hypocrisy mm -hmm. where they know one thing but uh, they're forced to kind of act like act they... something uh, else you know, for at least for the time being. I had a hard time this with that. Hard. It's very <laughs> difficult. It, yeah. I just feel so bad for some of them who are yeah. trying to pull away and, it's just, and the pain is so great. Um, again, this man needed resources to effectively separate, help him uh, separate truth from error. And again, of course, the end of the show, we're going to have some resources listed. But I also referred him to a ministry in England that helps seekers uh, and form, uh, and especially former LDS folks, so that they can understand biblical Christianity and to know mm. the differences between Mormonism and biblical doctrine. And I think it's interesting that we're receiving responses from around the globe. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because they've come on to them from the internet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting that, and That's and that how many people from around the globe have been damaged by Mormon doctrine. And we probably don't hear about even a, a oh, the tip of the a iceberg. Small, yeah. small, 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 yeah. small percentage. So you know, it's affecting that. a lot of but people. But we've had emails from Germany, from here. This one is from England, England and yeah, Scotland. We have one from Paris and yeah. and uh, I can't remember all the places now, but we've had a lot of yeah. And then the one before that was from Maryland. So right. uh, the word is getting out. We're grateful to God for that. So now we have an, a negative comment that came from <laughs> Facebook. If you were fully happy and content, you wouldn't even be doing this show. You're so lost and confused, it's sad. You wouldn't be saying you love and care if you said in the next breath, we were headed to eternal eternal destruction. You will never hear me say one negative thing about any other faith. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> because I love all and I care what people think about me. When Jesus comes again, he will want to be with people like him, not someone who has dedicated their whole life to hurting people and calling them names like you. You take scripture and twist it into your own words. What God meant by spitting people out was not meant how you said it. He meant speaking ill of others, like what you do about Joseph Smith. <laughs> And remember what the scriptures say about praying in public. I didn't understand this. That is wrong to do on television. Also, if you really have done your research on the LDS Church, you would know more and stop connecting us with polygamy. Shocking statement. <laughs> it is, Get the doctrine right before you start to tear it down. Now, this public praying, do, did the Mormons teach that they can't pray in public, or is she getting well, some scripture wrong? Well, I don't know, because uh, does she not watch General Conference? That's I just mean, what that I was going to say. seems a little public there, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, but it's broadcast around the world, yeah. and, and they pray So, quite. yeah, I would call that public, you know. <laughs> I invite the world to watch, so that's yeah, fairly that's public. Right. And uh, Well, the Bible doesn't say we can't pray publicly, and I don't know if there's some scripture that the Mormon has put out that you're not supposed to, but she's misrepresenting something here. But And the Bible's full of people who pray publicly as well, and yeah. Jesus prayed yeah. publicly. So Didn't you like the phrase here, uh, <laughs> Jesus would come to people who were like him? I don't think Jesus associated with people like him at all when he was on the earth. Yeah, he, he, was, he would drink with the drunkards. Yeah, he was and, with and Matthew, the tax the, collector, yeah. and the... You know, anybody that would listen to the message, I guess. So that's, well, that's that was right. Funny. 
Uh, and of course, that was holding herself up as being the yeah. standard, and I was falling fall short but of her standard. But she wouldn't judge anybody. No, <laughs> she wouldn't. Now, this woman has contacted me a couple of times previously with the same help, hateful and oh, judgmental accusations, and I don't understand how she can sit in judgment on me uh, while accusing me of sitting in judgment on them. Yeah. And if there's any confusion, it's in what she believes what Mormonism is. It's not in what I what I talk about what Mormonism is. Uh, Jesus always denounced false doctrine and false teachers, and he calls us to do the same thing. Uh, where and, and when, I don't know, Earl, where they get the idea that Jesus was just a fuzzy, wuzzy teddy bear and never said anything negative or, right. or hurt anyone's feelings. That just isn't true. No, he was challenging them. <laughs> Jesus talked more about hell than he talked about heaven. Uh, he made some very negative charges against the religious leaders. He called them hypocrites and a brood of vipers and, and a brood of snakes. And he warned them that they were headed for, for hell. And then she turns around and says, I'm not happy and contented. I don't know how she would ever know such a thing. Oh, you happy to me. <laughs> <laughs> she presents herself as the standard for goodness and caring about others, and at the same time, she's tearing me down. So I don't get that. I don't no. under. I don't think they see that. That's what what she was doing. She said that she says nothing negative about other people and about their faith, and yet here she is saying things negative about me and about my faith. She said I twist scriptures into my own words, and so I challenge her to investigate solid rules of biblical interpretation for herself. Jesus told us to expose false teachers and their teachings. So doing this is actually being obedient to what God said to do. She said that if I had really done my research on the LDS church, I would stop connecting them with polygamy. I was shocked when I read that. <laughs> that was probably the wrong thing to say to the wrong person. Oh, well, yeah, I guess. Anyway, Joseph Smith and his top Mormon peers, the first seven church presidents, all taught and practiced polygamy, and every single one of them taught that polygamy was required for celestial glory. And so I think this woman is the one who needs to do some honest and thorough research on truth and error. I was raised on Mormon doctrine and I do know what they believe and they are still connected with polygamy. They continue to do uh, polygamy ceilings in the temple. They still hold up and they revere and esteem their polygamous leaders of the past. Many of them still boast about their polygamist ancestors oh, yeah. and they still believe that polygamy will be practiced in heaven. I grew up in polygamy. It's original Mormonism, and polygamy is hell. It's not heaven. Well, I think the Tribune, even Salt Lake Tribune, just recently did a survey of women who were concerned about having to live polygamy mm -hmm. in the next life. So it's definitely out there. It's part of the doctrine. Yeah. I think any Mormon would agree that they're going to have more than one wife in heaven. Well, I've, I've got a show plan in the future for the uh, this <laughs> for just that this, topic. Yeah, this <laughs> the very same topic. So I I just pray that this woman will want to know the truth and open her eyes and her heart to find it because only the truth will lead a little human soul into heaven. Okay, uh, we've only Oh, got a few yes, one more. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, where are we at? Are, you want to go with this one? Well, uh, this next one I think we can do. Okay. Dear Doris, I watched your shows for over a year and they're very inspirational. I also enjoy them when Earl's on. Thank you. We are loving our lives as Christians. It is like a big black cloud has been lifted off my head. I no longer think or worry about living polygamy in the hereafter again. A friend of mine got angry at me when I told her how Joseph Smith betrayed Emma and married teenagers. She said the church is over 15 million and is growing and there's nothing to stop it. <laughs> Your show has helped many to open their eyes. May God bless you. Always love to you. Okay, so that, yeah, that's, that's sweet. A, a nice one, yes. Yeah. And we thank her for her remarks. And we, of course, are thankful for every viewer um, who, whose heart and mind has been open through something that we have discussed yeah. on the show and who doesn't fear discovering the awful truth about their beloved Joseph Smith. They did um, um, finally admit that Joseph Smith was a polygamist and had for between 30 and 40 wives. LDS.org. Go mm -hmm. to that and you'll see a whole story, a whole essay on polygamy and admitting that he married women that were mm -hmm. already married and yeah. teenagers and... And, they're, and it's there, and they're not telling them it's there, and they've got it well mm -hmm. hidden there. But um, the the idea is said to be that they're blaming the members. Doing yeah. this, they can blame the members because they don't know. Yeah. It's their fault. They don't know the truth about and it. And someone recently said that we are inoculating the youth, or at least using this as an inoculation, which of course sounds like a preventative kind of a thing mm -hmm. so that uh, mm -hmm. so that we're not shocked yeah. when we grow up and learn the truth I guess because a lot of members are surprised when they hear these these kinds of stories. That's, that's right. I know I was shocked. I was raised in polygamy and I was shocked at the truth of Joseph Smith's polygamy. I really was. It, it doesn't... I didn't know. I didn't know as extent. much information about it, wow. even at that. Even in polygamy. Right. Hmm. Well, we had another letter that we wanted to share, but we don't have time, so we'll do that on another show. But we do want to list on the screen now uh, the resources that we promised. Also, you can go to whatloveisthis.tv and click show notes and you will find this information there as well but the recommended books we have is no man knows my history by fawn brody in sacred loneliness uh, by todd compton navu polygamy by george d smith mormon polygamy solemn covenant mormonism a life under false pretenses by lee baker and the Insider's View of Mormon Origins by Grant Palmer, and Starting at the Finish Line by John Wallace. And then, of course, we have some websites uh, that have great yeah. information about early Mormonism and present-day Mormonism, utlm.org, irr.org, mrm.org, sacredgroves.net, where there's great stories of people who have left the LDS Church and polygamy groups. Of course, our, our uh, programs, whatloveisthis.tv, shieldandrefuge.org, mscbc.org, mormonthink.com, and exmormonfiles.com. Yeah, and some of those uh, have lists of an index uh -huh. where people can actually go to, to topics and and research their, themselves, and it's always well documented. Right, exactly. Yeah. So there we have it. You get an idea of what kind of emails and responses we're getting, both good <laughs> and bad, and thank you, Earl, for bet. sharing again. And, and uh, we do appreciate our viewers for watching. You know, uh, there's more insight into what our viewers are thinking and their mindset when we do share our emails and, and uh, Facebook comments with you. It's difficult to understand why people care so little about their eternity that they would entrust
entrust it to a known and proven deceitful person who fits Jesus' description of a false prophet at every single point. A man whom all of Mormonism excuses as just being a man who made mistakes. But Jesus never made mistakes. Jesus taught only the truth. Jesus alone is to be followed, and only what Jesus taught is to be considered mandate. Joseph Smith contradicted Jesus at every crucial point and at every pivotal doctrine. So why follow a mere man who made mistakes when we can follow Jesus alone and he is enough? Thank you for watching and God bless. This has been the audio podcast edition of Polygamy, What Love Is This? This program is a production of A Shield and Refuge Ministry and Main Street Church of Brigham City. You can view current and past video episodes as well as download audio episodes of this program at whatloveisthis.tv. If you or someone you know is in need of assistance in leaving a polygamous situation, please contact us. We are here to help. All of our contact information can be found at shieldandrefuge.org or call us at 877-425-9993. If you have any questions or comments about this or any of our other programs, we'd love to hear from you. Write us at email at whatloveisthis.tv. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll join us again.